And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. How was the week for you? It was good. How about you? Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I can go first. It, I These call to actions, sometimes they're wildly successful and sometimes they're kind of eh. Okay. Um, this week it was kind of eh. I, my goal was to uh, write down my weight every morning and to weigh myself at the same time every day because I had gotten away from weighing myself uh, as a metric of what my body was doing. Right. And I said I would do that just to kind of see the fluctuations and what well, was happening. And the, I guess surprising or not surprising thing is the weight stayed exactly the same the whole week. Really? And it didn't it, even move? No, it didn't even move. One day it dipped a little bit, but I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> and then it went back to the same number the next day. And the, there's two things that I thought about with this. Is one is like, oh, goodness, why doesn't it go down? But then I was like, I had a few days where I was eating irregularly, eating late, or I was out, or, you know, I didn't have control over exactly what was happening with the eating situation. And so the fact that I stayed the same, great. Yeah. Why was I stressing about this? I think that's a message for everybody. Maintaining or staying the same is something to be proud of. Uh, yeah, I'm a superstar at that. Yeah. And th- and first of all, isn't that feeling great when you feel like a superstar at anything? Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that things were so irregular yeah. and there was some stress and that a fact that I maintained, that's a victory. Yes. So it was kind of helpful to see the numbers every day to see that I was doing all right. Yeah. And you, even with all the stress that you may have had and things that were not normal routine, maintaining is something that you really need to be proud of. Yes. So I love that. Are you going to continue? Yeah, I'm going to continue because I think hopefully, I you know, I don't want to jinx the universe, yeah. but hopefully things start to settle down and I get back into my routine, Okay. which I need. I think it just helps me. I think it helps most people to have like a routine of when this is when we're having lunch, this is when we're having dinner, and that just helps. So I think the routine is going to help me to kind of see what's happening. Yeah, and then to have the data to match it up. Yes, that's so exactly. important. So important. All right, so um, mine was I was going to start weighing myself on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And interesting I enough, I did on Wednesday, but then I also did my Friday normal. Okay. Just, I don't know. I just think I had to. I yeah. just, it was part, it's part of who I am. And I found that I like my Friday weight better <laughs> when I weigh on Wednesday. Okay. Like I saw it on Wednesday and I went, oh, I got to get my stuff together. And then when I weighed in on Friday, I was like, yes, okay. Do you think the day of the week matters? I do. I don't know why I do yet, though. That's, so I know that's your next question is why. <laughs> I don't know why. I know I've read a lot of science in the past that Wednesdays and Thursdays are the best days to weigh in. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the reason is because, you know, you have the weekend to recover and then you get back on track and those are typically the best two days. Okay. So, and then if you weigh in, supposedly, if you weigh in on a Friday and you like the number, 
you go, oh, I can splurge oh, a little yeah. bit more. And if you don't like the number on a Friday, you go, well, I already blew it, so I might as well just start fresh on Monday. Oh, boy. So that's the, the so I think this was beneficial to see that number on a Wednesday. So that lower number on Friday, what is, does it give you permission for anything? No, I think it's making me go, okay, I, well, I'm just, maybe, I don't know. I think I'm just saying, I'm weighing in on Wednesday, so I want it to be good on Wednesday. Excellent. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll keep going with yeah, it. Yeah, this is a long-term one for yes, sure. Yes, for both of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So uh, we're going to be talking about a bad word. A bad word? Yes. Do we need to put a censorship on this episode? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? But the F word. The F word meaning three-letter F word? The three-letter F word. Fat. Fat. Boy, oh boy. All right, when you first suggested this fat word, I had two immediate feelings. One was, I like the word. Oh, okay. I don't mind the word. It doesn't bother me. And then the second word was, I thought it was um, heartbreak. And then I had to step back and reflect on that and go, well, how could I like the word and it cause heartbreak? And I realized Mm -hmm. that the word for me as a personal word, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Okay, and I, re- I, I'm making this as best I can think of as, as like, there are plenty of real swear words, like the real F word and mm-hmm. real swear words that completely don't bother me. I am not offended by words hardly ever. And I think the F word, the fat word just goes with that. Right, right. But the heartbreak comes from if somebody calls my kid that or somebody that I love that or just seeing people that really have a hard time and that word is hurtful to them. And I get that both sides of it. Right. So I'm torn in the middle. What about you? Um, for me, it's purely negative. I don't think there is, I mean, initially my reaction was there really isn't much positive with this word. Okay. And I think it's the way that we've come to understand it and the context of society's definition of it um, and what it means long-term so it, it's not a it's not a positive for me at all. Okay. And if I catch myself thinking, oh, I feel fat today, or I don't, I don't, you know, these clothes make me feel fat, it puts me in a very negative uh, slope hmm. that I keep sliding down. You know, and the whole the whole thing starts. The yeah. Thinking the eating the everything. So for you, it's a hundred percent negative. Ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was thinking we could define the word um, dictionary-wise and then socially-wise. Okay, so there's two definitions. Well, there's probably more than that. That's true. But, okay, um, so dictionary-wise, what do you got? Dictionary-wise, it, it said plump, having excessive body fat, well-filled out, which I kind of like that I one. like well-filled out. It also had stupid and foolish. Really? Yeah, which I didn't like those words, but that's kind of indicative of what the range uh, of definitions you can have for fat. Wow. And I didn't even put all of them. This was just a highlight. Okay. There's so many definitions for it. So interesting. Very Okay, so what about the social definition of fat? So uh, this is um, something that I think... People have an association with the word fat that it implies something, maybe that it's not true. So maybe if someone is described as fat, it could mean that they're unlovable, that they're lazy, oh. that they're slovenly or sloppy, uh, that they just don't have any willpower to do anything. But I don't think those are 
real definitions of what that means. No, but do you also think that the people that um, have that as a definition feel that about themselves more than anything else? I'm. I don't know. I know when I have felt fat, I I thought about myself, and I felt like people were looking at me. Yeah. As oh, you know, she's fat, or compared to whoever was standing next to me. The thing is, I, you know what it reminded me of? Um, do you remember when maybe it was twenty twenty or some show like that? I I don't know if which show it was, but they would wear a fat suit and do yes. those experiments yes. where they would see the difference in how someone was treated. Yes. And there was a clear difference in how someone behaved with someone who was in the, 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 fat, the fat suit, suit versus someone who wasn't. They had an impression of that person. Mm-hmm. They made an assumption that wasn't fair. Right. That's the heartbreak yes. to me. That's the heartbreak. Yes. Hmm. So do you think that people just hate the word in general? Like, Do you think it's like we shouldn't be saying it? Well, uh, some in some of my reading, what they were saying is that fat, like you were talking about in the beginning, is really a descriptive word. Yeah. It shouldn't have a negative connotation associated, but we've, as humans, have put that on it. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone is, if you go into the doctor's office, for example, and you say, you know, my elbow hurts today, or uh, my nose is running, or whatever, and they, the doctor might be, one of the first things he says is, well, you know, you really need to lose a little weight, mm-hmm. even though that's not at all related to why you're right. in his So you immediately office. feel, quote unquote, fat when he, they say that. Right. You're like, you're shaming me for something that I'm not even here to address. Right. And I don't think that's a unique experience. I think you can go into many different places in life where you're shamed. It could be the plane. It could be a, yeah. a, a restaurant. It could be anything, you know, people judging you because of how you're eating or what you're doing mm-hmm. or based on how you look. And that's not fair. It's not. And it's sad. It's just heartbreaking. And I don't think we're going to change anything no. today. But I think the fact that, you know, we are not alone in our experience mm-hmm. gives us a lot of power. And it gets, gives us a lot of space to feel like, okay, I'm not weird. I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not isolated in this. No, there's so many people that are are everybody I think that I've ever talked to that deals with any sort of weight, whether they want to lose five pounds to 50 pounds or more. I feel like it's almost like we're phobic of the word fat. Mm -hmm. It's fat phobic. We don't want to say the word and I don't know if it's because we have painful memories associated with it or we don't want to offend the person we're talking to by saying the word, or what it is about the word. Well, don't you think that when someone says the word fat in that context, like they're describing somebody, there is an implication attached to that word, oh, that person's fat. That means like there's more to that sentence. So let me ask you this question. Maybe you won't have an answer either. If you were going to describe somebody that was overweight, Mm -hmm. And you said, you know, and not to be mean, but you were just trying to describe how to find somebody in a room. And you said, the overweight person. Is that weight word better than fat? I don't know. I don't know if I would use that description anyway. But that's a good question. That's a really good question. I think it might be better than fat because fat implies all those things that we just talked about. Right. Maybe. What do you think? Well, I was thinking about it and like... I mean, 
depend. I think the word is just just depends on how you use it. Yeah. And I don't think it's anybody's decision to decide what's the right way or the wrong way to use it. Mm-hmm. You just have to be sensitive to other people. Well, I mean, anything. we've also had clients who describe themselves as fat, but it's never in a good way. That's true too. It's not like, oh, I'm a, a fat, happy person, happy, fat person, whatever. Right. It's like, oh, I feel so fat today. Yeah. I feel... So maybe the wording needs to be, I have fat. Mm-hmm. Not, I am fat. But we all have fat. I know. Every <laughs> human does. We should have fat. Right. It's good for us. So I have too much fat. Mm-hmm. I have a little too much fat. Mm-hmm. My doctor doesn't like my fat. Maybe it's the wording we're saying. I, I just think it's a, a I personally don't like going down that road to describe somebody by their size. Okay. Because we don't know anybody's story, right? We don't know what someone's been through. We don't know what trauma they've been through. We don't know anything about them. Right. So just to describe them by their physical appearance, it's yeah. just it's dangerous. Same thing with if you say, Oh, that person's so skinny. We have no idea what they're going right. through. No idea. Or that person's so tall. We have no idea that word can be just as offensive. Right. So maybe maybe fat is just a word that's gotten a bad rap when all of these words need it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Like, maybe we need to stop saying people are too skinny because mm-hmm. maybe it is offensive to some people. Right, it is. Because there are people who really can't gain weight and they right. try. right. We don't know what they've been through. And it could be a person who has lost weight, but they still feel like a fat right. person. Or how about short? Like, there are people that really get bothered by being hey, called short. I don't <laughs> mind at all, okay? I, I don't either. But I'm just saying there are some people that, you know. Yeah. It could be uh, offensive if if it was taken that way in any of those words. So Tall, maybe we, skinny. Yeah. I'm trying to bad. think. Maybe I need to make a list of words that could be offensive. You yeah. Know? Because there are a lot of possibilities. Yeah. And the whole purpose of us, you know, really working through this podcast issues is really becoming better ourselves and Mm -hmm. helping others too. And I I think in order to become a better person, I need to be aware of all of those things. Mm Because I'm sure I've said to some some people sometime, oh my gosh, you're so skinny. Right. And they might have been cringing inside. Yeah. Or you're so tall. And they might be like, ugh. You know? Yeah. I like describing somebody as voluptuous. Oh. Because see the see your face My changed. My face changed. The de- the implication of that word is very different from a word like fat or even chubby. Yeah, chubby's I got to be honest with you guys, I like fat better than chubby. Yeah, chubby's not good at all. I told you the story when I was called chubby that I cried for probably 3 days. That's Why is that word worse? I don't know why. I don't know. I think chubby should only describe a, like, six-month-old baby. Yes, because they need to be chubby. And they're adorable that way. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, chubby is not a good one. What else is another good, good not terrible? It could be the shade Plunk. of your no. skin, too. Oh, yeah. Either you're, like, really fair or really dark, or it could be anything. It could be your hair. It could be the size of your feet. It could be who knows what. Right. Right. But it could be offensive to somebody because we don't know the trauma that they've been through mm-hmm. with that thing that they've lived with their whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary that I may be hurting somebody and I don't even pay attention to it. Yeah. And I'm sure we all do it. Yeah. We just are so focused on our own 
issues that maybe we don't see somebody else. And how about maybe I'm hurting myself and don't even know it. Oh, what do you when mean When I by say that? I'm fat to, to myself. Like tell, in the mirror. Tell me more about that. Okay, so I'll give you a perfect example. This morning I put on my outfit for um, work, and you know my mirror that I move all 500 different places. Yeah. I think I've settled on a place I like it right now. And it was, on, you know, it was right there, and I had a tank top on and just my black pants and before I put my other shirt on, and I was like, oh, my gosh, look at that fat. And I even grabbed it, right, oh, no. on myself. And then, you know, maybe... I'm sitting here telling you that it doesn't bother me, but maybe deeper somewhere it really is bothering me, and I don't even know it because it's covered up under layers upon layers of mental fat. Yeah. Yes. That that's a hard thing, though, to get to let go of. Yeah. You know, you're, you're convincing me to rethink the word. Well, I just think it it's become loaded with so many things. If it was just used as a descriptor, that'd be one thing. That's not what but it means. But it's not. You're right. There's so much other. You're a bad eater. You're a this. You're, a, you know, lazy, like you had said before. But none of those things are true. No. So no. I, I did a little deep dive okay, into why things are different now than even 20, 30 years ago. What has changed in our society, in our world, that has there's more people who are overweight or we have a problem with you know being overweight and we're always trying to lose weight what has happened so um i i came up with some reasons okay so you're so let me just make sure i understand so you're saying like why are we why is the society as a whole generally larger than we were decades ago absolutely okay and i i'm not saying everybody right clearly but i think we are struggling with um, weight issues, either like you said, skinny or being overweight, for a host of reasons. Okay. So, what are some of them? Um, the first one is our portions have gotten bigger. Yes. A hun- what do you think? I'm saying 150%. Yeah. I know that I went to, um, this was many years ago. I was in a restaurant and they're pay- they were looking at the pastries in their, uh, their case. And I said, Why are your cake slices so big? <laughs> And they're like, that's what people want. I'm like, I could eat a quarter of that and have been satisfied, mm-hmm. but that was an enormous piece of cake. And then when you buy that giant piece of cake, for example, you pay so much money, you're like, I got to eat you the gotta whole. You got to eat it because you spent all the money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So our portions, even for my snacks, I think I'm measuring, I'm kind of not. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, that's about a half a cup. So not only are our main meals portions larger, so are our snacks. What do you think about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our plates have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Plates are bigger. Bowls are bigger. Mm-hmm. Cups are bigger. Cups are much bigger. Right. Everything's just bigger. So it's no s- wonder we're matching the size of our containers. Yes. Because we feel obligated then to eat whatever is in front of us. That's what we've been taught. Right. If you're a little kid, why are you not eat all your food? Finish, then you can mm-hmm. go play. That's what we've always been taught. That's what we know. And I don't know how to break it. I'm still seeing parents saying the same thing to their little kids. Do you say that? I ca- I've caught myself, and I've caught my husband doing it. We're, my One time my niece was over, and we all had a burger, a real burger. And um, we all ate ours, and my niece took like three bites, and my husband was like, you got to take some another bite. You keep you didn't you barely touched it. And I'm thinking 
But to a four-year-old, four bites is a lot. Right. Right? And I, so I said that to him and he was like, you're right. Mm -hmm. She ate proportionately what would be right for her. Absolutely. And on the other side of that is my portion should not match my husband's size. Absolutely. If he gets a full burger and I have a full burger, he's six foot. I'm four, five, three. He's a ways more. I, why am I matching my portion to him? Right. We don't all have to eat the same amount. But or the we same. all try to. Yeah. I mean, how many husbands and wives out there try to eat the same, this match their portions? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, this is going to be an, you know how I love to be so embarrassing to myself. Oh, good. I when love I too. was first engaged to my husband um, and we'd go out to eat and I remember thinking I have to be dainty and order less food because I was trying to impress him. So I didn't want him to think that, man, this woman can eat a lot of food. <laughs> I'm the opposite. When I first started dating my husband, I was like, I can't be the girl that just gets a salad. Oh. I have to get like something, like a burger or something. I wanted to impress him with my eating skills. <laughs> oh my God. Is it mental? <laughs> I love you that did story, opposite. Though. You did like, all right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna show him that I'm very I don't know. But you know what happens? You go on the date, you eat like like a little bird. And then you go home, and you're like, I'm still hungry. Yes. I got to eat some food. So, yeah. yeah. At that time, my portions were real small because I thought they had to be. And now they're probably too big because who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Portion size. Okay. What else? What's okay. Um, we have transitioned to processed foods. Yes. More. And the danger with that is that there are so many preservatives, chemicals, colors, that actually make us overeat. Mm-hmm. They, it's the they bio- make you want to eat more. Yes, it's the biochemistry of those chemicals that make you want to overeat. It's almost less about willpower and more about the food that we're choosing. Okay, I see that. Because I, I how many times have I said, oh, I have no willpower over this, when in reality, if I read the ingredients... There's probably something in that that makes me want it more and more. Well, and more. if you turn the package around and you read the ingredients and you're like, I don't really recognize any of this stuff. Yes. That's probably not something that you really want in your body. Right. And if you start exploring that, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I actually eating? We what is the nutrition know. in this? Somebody told me this week that they listened to a podcast and it was about how eventually, not in my lifetime, the human body will be able to digest plastic. Oh my! Well, we probably have some right to some as degree. we slowly get there mm-hmm. more and more. And it, I was so like, ugh, thinking about that. Yeah, that's a disgusting idea, isn't it? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. I know, but processed food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, high calorie diets. So we are eating like we just talked about more than we either should be or need to be eating. And that has been conditioned into us from, like you said, the time we were little. You know, mm-hmm. someone says, oh, you can go play after you finish your food. You can have a cookie after you finish your food. So you feel like you have to eat a lot because that's the, yep, I don't know, whatever. Um, the quality of ingredients in our food. So if you look at two different crackers, one could be really simple, clean ingredients, and one could be just chemicals yep um this one was interesting to me the healthier options are often more expensive 
Are you saying this is true or you're asking me if what I, if I believe is true? Well, both. I I feel like it's true. A hundred percent. Yeah. I do. Are you going to? No. Oh, okay. I, I'm listening. Okay. I'm like scared. I was like, oh God, she's going <laughs> to prove me wrong right no, now. No. no. I do feel that way. Now, I do get the whole point that if you are eating healthier as a whole, you're not buying a lot of the junk food on right. the side. So your bill will be smaller. But if you put the food next to each other and you compare them side by side, the non-processed, I'll give you a perfect example. I just, for this, this week, one of my friends bought me um, chocolate chips mm-hmm. that only have three ingredients. Really? They're, they're called Enjoy Life brand. Oh. If Enjoy Life would like to sponsor us, please let us know. <laughs> they're the best tasting chocolate I've ever had in my really? life. They're dairy-free. They're vegan. They're nut-free. They're, you name it, you they're all free. And they're fabulous. It's cane sugar, it's cocoa, and it's another three ingredients. Mm-hmm. Delicious. But they're like $5 a bag. Yeah. Where if I go to Aldi's and get a bag of their chocolate chips that have 14 ingredients in them, they're $1.89. Yeah. So there is truth to the fact that eating healthier costs more money. Yeah. I mean, it just there just is. And I think on the flip side, too, people who... You know, when when we couldn't afford to eat properly, we would just get the cheapest alternatives, right. which is sometimes the processed foods, the cheaper things, and maybe not necessarily the fresh produce. Right. So, you know, it's a negotiation that has to happen because of whatever the budget is for mm-hmm. that food. And also, fresh produce doesn't last as long. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not eating it right away... Or you plan on eating it and then life got busy that day and you didn't eat it and you're like, I'm going to eat it to make it tomorrow. And it gets bad by tomorrow. Right. You just wasted all of that money. Yep. And that's a terrible feeling. It's such a bad. And, and the reality is it happens a lot to me mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, Monday we're going to make this. And then Monday comes and something else happens. Something happens and yeah. we didn't get to make that. And then it's bad by Tuesday. Yeah. And sad. It's very sad. So I think the cost of food, it's... Yeah. Outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, the The next one is more meat consumption, and it goes along with also artificial sweetener consumption. And the the reason these two things kind of popped up is that uh, those the sweeteners and the meat are affecting our microbiome or our stomach, which in turn changes our digestion and changes the absorption of nutrients. So if your body doesn't feel like it's absorbed nutrients, it's going to still ask you to feed it. Okay, this so, is intriguing to me. So if you're if it's like putting um gas in your car versus I don't know what what is a good like Coca-Cola, okay? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, this is real. <laughs> this is a made up thing. But if Coca-Cola kind of worked, you know, but, but your, your car wouldn't work good on it. No, it wouldn't work. And then your car would say, well, I still need gas because I, you didn't give me any gas. That's what's going to make me run. Right. So the same thing happens to our body is we're not giving ourselves proper nutrients. So our body's like, you didn't give me anything that I can use for energy, so please still feed me. Okay, so let me ask you this, and, and maybe I'm on the wrong path here, but like, let's just say I'm doing everything quote-unquote right mm-hmm. and I'm not losing weight. Mm-hmm. If I look at the quality of my food, that can be playing a huge role into it. Huge. Because my gut is not receiving nutrients, and it's like, uh uh-uh, keep giving me it until I get it. Yeah. Interesting. So if I eat a bag of Doritos and I stay within my caloric intake or whatever, 
my butt, my gut is still going to be, and my butt, like I <laughs> accidentally said, it's still going to be saying, no, I need more food. I need more food. Yeah, because you didn't give it food. So the chemicals in the food plus my gut are still looking for nutrients and they're still wanting more. Right. So I'm getting hit by two double side here Yes. from the junk food, crap food that I'm consuming. Yeah, but I think those foods are very addictive too. So oh. you want to eat them. Mm -hmm. They taste good. They taste yummy. You're like, oh, only a little bit. Yeah. And then if I'm not measuring my portions, a little bit becomes a lot there of it. There you go. That goes back to the portions. Yeah. We just went full circle. Yeah. And there's a, one last one. Okay. Um, th and this was something that I was kind of thinking about. Despite how much social media we have, how much technology we have, how many resources we have, I think we are lonelier as a society. Oh. What do you think about that? I'm going to have to think about it more, but I think you're right. Off the top of my head, I just thought of it. Because I think the electronics have actually made us a little bit lonelier. Hmm. Interesting. They could be. I mean, how many times did you sit next to your spouse on the couch and you're both on your phone? Yeah. I'm guilty of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Or in the car. While he, he's driving, I'm on my phone because I can't even bother to not be on my phone for two minutes. I know. So maybe we're both, yeah, yeah, I think we are probably lonelier. By the way, as an addendum to next, last week, I did cut down my phone usage. I was Good watching a show you. without being on my phone. So That's that really weird. hard. Yeah. But I think we are a little bit lonelier, and that loneliness makes us, you know, have those habits of wanting to fill up that space with, with food. something, food. Yeah. When sometimes it's okay to just be lonely. Yeah, but it's a hard space to yeah, be. Yeah, it is. But I feel like we try not to feel it. Well, yeah. We try not to feel those emotions. Right. And then we what we do right. is eat. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts about this? Um, you, I mean, you, how, how could I follow that up? You just nailed a lot of the reasons why fat is such a problem. We well, I was thinking about this, you know, because we hear all the time, I'm doing everything right, I'm eating all the things, why am I not losing weight, and why am I still fat? People have said this to me a lot, and yeah. I'm sure to you, and I feel that about myself. Right. I'm doing all the things, why am I still fat? That is such a, like, a load to carry around all the time. But really, is that fair to us? No. It's not fair, but it's something we have to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're even aware that we're saying it. Right. I, I really don't. I don't think I'm aware of how many times I say I'm fat in a day. Yeah. Just don't. I may not say it out loud, but I sure think it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, all of those reasons that you wrote down, I'm probably guilty of feeling and and really all of those are reasons why I am mm -hmm. overweight. Well, it's just a a bad road we've come down. Mm -hmm. It's just it's again heartbreaking. Yes, very it's heartbreaking. That's a good word because for a it. lot of those things that you mentioned, some them some of them we can't control. Right, right. Which is very hard. Like if you're if you live alone and you're lonely, you can't control that. Right. I mean, you can get a dog, but that only going to go so far. You can make some phone calls, but again, that only goes so far. If you can't afford to buy the good groceries, it's out of your control. Right. And right. that's the heartbreaking part, too. Yeah. And you can be with people and still be alone. Yep. So it's, 
it's just sad all the way around. I know. So, okay, so we have to make our call to actions. Are you ready? I am ready. I'll go first because I think mine is okay. <laughs> lighter than yours. <laughs> Um, unless you've changed it, I don't know. I don't but, know. Um, so mine was, we were talking about portions, is to be a little bit more accurate in measuring out my portions, particularly for my snacks. Okay. I think I do great for my meals in terms of picking nutrient-rich foods. It's the snacks that get me every yeah. time. Every time. I measure out a bowl, and I take another bowl, and then I want to eat something else. I told you I do the loop. Mm-hmm. I've said this to you. So for me, I think this week I'm really going to be very cognizant of measuring out my snacks. Okay. Get the measuring cups mm-hmm. out. The scale. Oh. I'll take it out of the closet. You have a food scale that you haven't used. I got it. It's been a while. Okay. All right. Do you have tips and tricks for measuring? Because I have two that I can share oh, with you. Oh, no. I want to I know. do. Um, and I don't know if you have these, but I have, you know, those little applesauce cups that you buy? Yeah. That are already... Yeah. I just have those rinsed out or washed real good, and they're in my oatmeal container. They're in oh. my, they're in all of my canisters and in some of my cereal boxes because that's exactly a half a cup. That's genius. So then I don't have to mess mess around, right? That's so that's so smart. I'm doing that. And then I also when I do measure out the things on my scale, I just when I I immediately portion it all out into four. I I'm, I default to four ounces oh. automatically. So I put my scale out, and then I put my bowl on it, hit zero, and then put four ounces of whatever it is, and then the next, the whole thing. So I'll have six containers in there of all four ounce servings. Okay, of I need to know because I'm um, feeling lazy already listening to you. Oh, is it a lot of work? No, because if I have again, now let me just back up and say this is all when I'm making something for me. Okay, so. For the family, it doesn't work that way. Right. But when I'm making like me individual things for my lunches or my breakfast, it's not, it's not hard. Okay. It's actually easier than on Monday I just grab a container or Tuesday I grab the container. So easy that way. That makes sense. Yeah. Even I just did spaghetti squash this week and I just, as soon as it was done, I just put it in four containers. Mm. Why not? I like it. Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to so find anyway. a container. I probably won't find an applesauce container, but I'll find something. That's it's, exactly a, a half a cup right. or a fourth of a cup or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good tips. All right. And yours? Um, well, I originally wanted to go with descriptive words and, and look at them and, and really pay attention to things I've said to people because maybe people are just really sensitive about it and mm. I don't pay attention to it. So Does something come to your mind? Um, well, I, I will say the 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 word tall comes to my mind. Like mm-hmm. I know I've, I've said to people because I'm, I am shorter. So I, when I see somebody that's tall, I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at how long your legs are. Mm-hmm. And they might be very self-conscious of their legs and that might be pointing out a flaw to them and they might not feel good about that. Right. So I don't, I think what I think I said, I, I want to make a list of words that possibly could be triggering to okay. people. Yeah. Just in general, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe, I don't know, like, I compliment people with their ears. Oh, really? I'm like, oh, my God, your ears are so nice. Because I have a problem with my ears. Oh, nice. So, that's a, that's but, a, but what if you don't like your ears? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, am I am I thinking too much into it, too? No, well, I, I think there's a difference in what you're saying. If okay. you compliment somebody, 
And it's a clear compliment. Like, oh, you have such beautiful uh, ears. That's a compliment, right? That's something nice. Okay, but if I was like, oh my gosh, your legs are so long. But that doesn't come out as a compliment necessarily. But I'm thinking it as a compliment. But you have to say different words. I, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's my call to action is identifying and making sure I'm saying it the right way. Okay. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I said something once to someone too, and I said about she, she liked my. This is so bad, and I'm and you, clearly this bothers me to this day. She said something about my shirt, and I said, "Oh yeah, I got it here." And I, she said, "Oh, but they wouldn't have my size." And I said, "Oh my gosh, she has every size from X small to," and I said like three X. And then I felt horrible about that. Because so I feel like that is another way of watching what we say. Because mm. she probably walked away going, "Oh, she thinks I'm a three X." I don't know, because no. that's not a clear statement of her size, and I don't know that it, like, if she, you told her they're, they're all sizes available, right. you'll find your, whatever you are. That's not an insulting okay. statement, do you think? I don't know. I think I just need to really, really pay attention to what I say, because I think I may say things that yeah. I don't intend to be mean. I'm sure I do the I really same don't. thing. I don't mean it, and it might come out that way sometimes. Yeah. This was a little bit of a hard topic to talk about, yeah. but I'm kind of glad we did. We said the F word. We said the <laughs> F word. And we got over it. Yes. So I right. also wanted to mention oh, yeah. um, that we do have a Facebook page for our podcast now. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> She's just dropping the bomb on me right now as well. So if you want to maybe get a sneak peek of their, what the preview is going to, the topic's going to be. Or if you want to have some insight into maybe what we talk about, please join us on oh, that Facebook page. Definitely. If you want us to talk about something that we haven't talked about or have ideas mm -hmm. or good tips yeah, to share. For sure. And it's just wait what with an exclamation point? Or wait a what with a question, question mark. mark. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Yep, on Facebook. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. All right. Have a good week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna. 